You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. You're listening to the We Are Libertarians network. Learn more at wearelibertarians.com. Hogger Liberty Podcast. This is going to be a very quick edition of episode number 322 of East Central's favorite podcast, Jeremiah Morrill. Today I'm joined by executive video producer, audio engineer, uh, the guy that somehow found a way to squeeze us in today, Mr. Zach Bircham. Uh, our guest today is going to be Bash Kreider, who is, is it 323? Did I say 323? It's 322. You said 322. Oh, son, bitch. Sheet. Well, I mean, it's not seven o'clock yet, so maybe it's English, just an extension of yeah, last week's this episode. Is, this is this is what yeah. you get this week. Mark shuffled out, Greg shuffled, or Bash shuffled in. Sorry, I'm just here to help with the counting, and uh, my yeah. job's done. We've sent him away. Yep, he's he's our official tallier. He uh, he costs five hundred dollars <laughs> an hour. Uh, which, by the way, patrons, thank you. We've been wasting all of our money on our estate planner, Bash, who also counts for us. But you've all got wills now, so that's worth it. Now we can die peacefully. <laughs> this shows about our lives in rural Indiana. We're here to push your boundaries. And make you think as individuals. Sometimes it'll provoke you, other times it'll make you laugh, but hopefully you'll always learn something new. No Patreon this week because we have a very tight time commitment because we are a slave to the man and the man being Zach who squeezed us in between, uh, doing car maintenance and, uh, feeding the children, uh, both his own naturally spawned and the, uh, the runners. Is that accurate? Yeah. Okay. Great. Yeah. All right. So bash, welcome back. Thanks. We got to say thank you to uh, our patrons who do help us get on the air each and every week. Uh, if you want to be a part of the show and help us make that happen, ballsogerliberty.com, uh, click on the little Patreon button or patreon.com slash ballsogerliberty works both ways. Uh, special, say special thanks to Christy Avery, Jonathan Phillips, and Anthony Meyer who help us get on the air. All right. With that, Bash. Hello. You are a good friend of the show. Well, thanks. Uh, noted downtown business investor. I'm a downtown guy. I live here. I work here. I own a building. You probably sold your car at this point. You can just live on foot. I do your grocery shopping at the harvest market. Just about. I use, I use the truck once a week. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Wow. A tank of gas is his gas goes stale now because he doesn't, he doesn't have to go anywhere. It's true. Um, all right. So you are your, your downtown businessman. Uh, since we've last talked, you've become a, a, a land ambassador. Yeah. Well, the last time, the last time that I was a guest here, we were talking about the downtown and we were talking about, uh, upstairs apartments and the need for that. Yes. It, well, the general need for apartments in Newcastle. And I, I begged the audience, if any of you have access to the upstairs of any of these buildings, Please build some market rate apartments. Uh, and anyway, I watched the podcast back. I heard the message. And so I went out and bought a building and now I'm changing the upstairs into apartments. <laughs> <laughs> so you found, you found some, some actual something to buy. I did. It, it was not easy. Um, there are, there are opportunities, but it, you know, it, 
it's not like the old days. Right. You know, yeah, at, at least according to the advice I get from every time I ask a baby boomer about, should I buy this building? And they're like, well, that's not a thousand dollars and it's not 1940. You should be so able no. to trade two ham sandwiches. Exactly. For that, and, uh, and we'll have it fixed in no time. Yes. Also the roof would fall in. All right. So you have in, in, in now that you've taken this, uh, personal financial interest in the community, yep. uh, owning, owning buildings down here. Uh, you have gotten involved with the uh, Newcastle Main Street group. Yeah. Uh, and they are the winner and or recipient of a $2 million preserving Main Street grant. Yes. that That's as accurate so far. Yes, this is accurate. Okay. And you are, you're serving or will be serving on the board of directors for the Newcastle Main Street group. So as of the future, I... <laughs> <laughs> I I finally put in an application. Those those that show up get 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 the jobs. And I know Generally, that you yeah. you wore for the big grant application kickoff, you were wearing your uh it wasn't your Terhoon, it was probably your Hickory jersey, <laughs> your Henry jersey. I think they made special jerseys for that event. Yes. Okay. Gave a gave a speech to the uh the judges, the I'm not sure what you call them, but the people who grant or deny the grant, it was down to Newcastle and Wabash. The kingmakers. Exactly. All right. Yep. And um, uh, so our our Main Street program, which uh, should should we talk about that real quick? Yeah. So Newcastle Main Street is is simultaneously perfectly named and it's a terrible name because it sounds like it's either Newcastle or it is a road. And it is neither of those because it includes Broad Street and Race Street. Exactly. It's the, and perhaps even Vine Street. Exactly. It is. It is the concept of Main Street, the okay. Main Street of every town. Every town can have a you know Hagerstown Main Street, Newcastle Main Street. It's a five hundred one c three. It's a separate entity. Uh, funding from the. Uh, um, Carrie Barrett, friend of the show, has been on a number of times promoting downtown yes. interests. Gary yep. is the executive director of the organization. She is the executive director. Uh, th- there's a board that, you know, that governs it. It's a separate entity. Uh, and it it is what does the work for a lot of these grants and things like that. So that's, that's who contacted me when uh, through Carrie's and uh, Emily Hurst uh, is her, is her uh, number one, uh, the two of them. And then the other members of the board, through incredible efforts, got Newcastle into the finals for this $2 million grant. And then it, it, you know, comes down to this final presentation. Wabash gives their presentation. It is exclusively their board. Newcastle gives its presentation and we made it a point to bring the entire community. Everybody came in. Everybody. It was a, it was, it took place in the old courtroom and it was packed. So this was to apply for a $2 million grant that is to be used for what? 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 Two million dollars can do a lot of different things, but I assume it's somewhat narrow in its scope. Yes. So the main thrust of it is uh, facade improvement. I think it's called facade. Oh, or facade. Facade. Uh, the facade. Facade. The the Broad Street facade. The face, which would be a great name for a uh, like a panini restaurant. That would maybe face aid because that's what we're, that's what it does. It's providing aid to the faces of Newcastle buildings. It's like farm aid for Broad Street. All right, all right. Moving on. Great yes. name for a salon too. <laughs> right. To do beautician services. So that that's what 
most of the money will specifically be spent on, but the idea behind the grant is to create sustainability in uh, the historical districts of historical places. So, so with two million dollars, downtown can look like a, a classic Americana. Like it, it, it can look like the quintessential Main Street. Yeah. Um. Well, I mean, that's the hope. It. Right. W- what's going to happen is, um, building owners are going to put in applications. Okay. In order to receive money to improve their facades, the building owners have to pay ten percent of the work, uh, or twenty percent. Like. There is still a lot to figure out. So in in theory, say you need $200,000 worth of work done to your building yep. to dress it up. You could put $40,000 in exactly, and get $200,000 in return. Yes, which is beautiful because first of all, it, it makes sure that the building owners are serious about this. That these are actually passion projects. These are coming from the community. This is the people who love your town, the people who are building your town, and the people who are taking risks on your town are putting their blood in this. And that is then being multiplied, which means that it's actually far more than $2 million that's going to go into the downtown. You're going to create more investment. Exactly. So it are the, some of the finer points of this are still being worked out. The community has secured the grant, yep. but now these new board members have work to do. Oh, so much work. We just had an eight-hour meeting uh, kind of going over um, sort of the you know, the very bird's eye view. Uh, and these, uh, Okra that's, that's providing the grant and the other organization. We looked it up the office of community and rural affairs. Yes. Which is like the, uh, love it, hate it, whatever. It's the, it's the state entity that usually deposits magical seeds and dollars into rural Indiana. Yep. Exactly. If you're trying to get financing on something, if you're trying to get your sewers fixed, doing a downtown grant okra is kind of the the extension of government that that has been stepping right. in and helping out communities like this all right yep and they they have been through this process before they uh i was very impressed with them they really know what they're doing everything from yes here's how the money will be spent but also just community awareness uh in addition to the two million there's an extra ten thousand uh that is to be spent ex exclusively for uh, it's essentially marketing but letting the public know what we're doing which is uh, wonderful to announce that we have a seven thousand dollar ad buy on boss hog of liberty from <laughs> <laughs> kidding i'm kidding uh there no money is exchanged hands um <laughs> so so there's going to be ten thousand dollars in promotion essentially essentially yeah uh, basically to um create events or processes to get the word out, explain essentially to everybody who's watching, to everybody who's heard about this and said, wait, wait, what is going on? Hey, here's, here's where we were. Here's how we got this money. Here's where this money's going. Here's a building, the history of the building, the present tense of the building. And this is what Okra is going to do. So it, are there like geographic boundaries or certain people that can apply? How do how do people know if they're eligible to be involved in, in this kind of project? So it is exclusively for the historical district. So the historical buildings, essentially the the at-risk buildings, the ones that you look at that you see and you're like, oh, that's one of those giant downtown brick buildings. And then someone's like, you want to buy it? And you're like, I don't want to own that many pounds of 80-year-old 
eighty year old walls. Yeah, well, hundred and forty. In yeah. plenty of cases, yeah, two hundred year old. Look, look yeah. around this room. <laughs> right, and and that's essentially what it's for. Is you know the downtown is so important. It is its own community, and it also invites the rest of the community. It's something Newcastle can take. It's like Trojan Lane. It's yeah. like our uh, field house. It's like our um, uh, the high school basketball hall of fame. You know, it's something that it's, it's the city's core. It's one of the. It is. Yeah. It's it's why it's why you come here. If you're coming here from out of town, it's it's one of the reasons that you come. And unfortunately, like many of those other things, it is huge. It is expensive. It's not the kind of thing that just one person can just buy, spend six hundred thousand dollars improving the facade by himself, and then charge rent and make up for it. It requires, uh, you know, the community in order to to keep it going. And so that's that's essentially what this is for is to really uh, uh, grow that out. What we the way we describe it is uh, filling the gaps, fixing the teeth in Newcastle's smile. So no new buildings be constructed in this. It's it's, Correct. it's simply to to improve and to continue to uh, create opportunities for more businesses to come in. Yes. Uh, now you shared with me before the show that there have been a number of new. Im- new things that have come in downtown as well. Yeah. Very recently. Yes. So, I mean, we, anybody who has lived in Newcastle for any amount of time, um, is aware of how, how much things were crumbling in the downtown. And it is just bonkers where we are right now, where our momentum is. It's not just law firms and offices and a couple of sleepy little bars and right. that's it. Right. It's you've got podcast studio, you've got restaurants. You have, I mean, say no more. You have a tab house. Uh, you have a couple of key law firms, I suppose. Uh, <laughs> and well, uh, some salons, uh-huh. uh, lots of places to spend money and actually come downtown, coffee shops. We've got things, shops now. Things to actually go and visit and participate in. Yeah. It, it is. It, I mean, it's concert really thrilling. Two places to watch concerts, at least. At least. Plus, I, I hear you play guitar from time to time I, at, the, at the tap house. That's become a thing again. I thought I was done, but I play guitar again. You can change your name. Uh, you know what? I should you should perform as Greg. I, that's a good It'd idea. Be a throwback. I'm a, I'm gonna start performing concerts. Come as see Greg. Come see Greg Kreider. <laughs> you have the Onion Rings crowd just hanging yeah, out. Watching. That's true. You could you could do Little Greg. Little Greg. I'll be Little Greg. Free bag of rings with every show from Little Greg. <laughs> <laughs> Spectacular. Uh, it's throwback night down yeah, at the Tap House. Yeah. Greg's performing. So, well, all of those businesses. Um, this is something, this is part of why I uh, will eventually be joining the main street board is, um, it, it truly is a community and Carrie Barrett, uh, is the absolute heart of that. I know that main street has a board. Emily Hurst is absolutely wonderful. I know that there's other volunteers and staff and things like that, but, uh, I would not be able to be where I am. I wouldn't have made the progress that I have made on my building. I'm not sure I would have had the bravery to buy the thing without Carrie pressing this whole thing through. And it has been in this short amount of time that Carrie has actually been, you know, brought in, compensated for her time finally, and building this that we have just in the last quarter, we got, uh, CJ's Maxwell's um 
the good company is about to open on Saturday. Um, manpower has manpower downtown. Yep. Manpower just showed up. If you scoot it, just the, Oh, pandemonium has, has just showed up also in the, uh, in the old courier building. If you, push it back just a couple of months you add in the tap house the press uh radiance is new to downtown this year i mean it it is insane the yeah. momentum that we have got now so what are the next i, I know we're, we're running tight on time here already yep. tonight what are the next few key dates and things people need to keep an eye on and if they want to get involved or possibly work towards getting sure some buildings saved what do they need to know and when do they need to do it so, uh, first of all, in the background, uh, building owners, uh, in a couple of months are going to start submitting their, uh, petitions, you know, basically their plans. Here's what my vision is for this building. Here's why I think, you know, I would be a good candidate when we do have a lot of need. Um, in the foreground, what you can expect next is, um, there's going to be, uh, an effort made, uh, essentially to communicate with you, with the community and present uh, the timeline. Everything that we're glossing over is going to be explained uh, as we learn it and as we are able to implement it. We're not exactly sure what it's going to be. could be like a live museum outdoors. It could be a presentation. It could be a series of presentations. It could be pamphlets or seminars. Uh, but that is the next step is going to be communicating to the public how this is going to work. So that's the front end date is, is that basically this spring. Yes. When is the back end date? Like this has to be spent the $2 million, like the closeout of the grant where you say, Hey, this is what we achieved. Right. I don't know the exact closeout date, but about two years from now is when we should see the full impact. That's when the building owners will have had the time to raise funds, save up, get the applications through, get the, you know, get, get the, the contractors lined up, get the work done. So yeah. 2026, essentially. Is 2026 is going to be another one of those years, kind of like this last quarter, where you're going to look at Newcastle at the end and say, oh, man, I this doesn't look like it did one year ago. Yep. And by the way, the population of the town is going to have grown by then because we've got a hell of a lot of houses that are getting ready to happen, right? Yes. All right. And downtown apartments. Yeah. How do people learn more about your downtown apartments? How, what's what's the timeline for Bash's, Bash's <laughs> uh, starting to collect rent checks? Right now you got money going out the door. I know. When when how, when how can people start to say, I want I want Bash to be my landlord? I got to turn this around. I got to turn that money around. Um, So it's looking like uh, probably around the mid- to end of next summer is when I should have the first phase done, which I'm I'm hoping will be the first two new apartments. All right. Yep. Very nice. I, I assume got to start somewhere. Be, this is going to be shag carpets <laughs> on the wall. Yes. <laughs> yes. These are so the plan is these are not rich people apartments. These are not subsidized apartments. These I I want them to be nice places that people with jobs can live there feel like they're getting a good deal and be downtown in the middle of the action. You'll actually be right next door to the tap house. Spectacular. Spectacular. Right above Kai's, uh, right but, above Kai's lunchbox, right gonna, above honey blonde. It's going to smell spectacular. Yeah. Do you uh, like looking good, eating good and drinking good? Come live at my new apartment that doesn't exist yet. <laughs> you can, the first night is free. You can go stay over there tomorrow night, <laughs> test it out. And I guarantee your experience will be better the next time you come back. All right. Last thing I want to I want to talk about with you real quick. 
saw a very pretty girl on TV selling donuts. Yes. I hear I hear you guys, you know each other. I saw that girl too and asked her out. That was like seven years ago. Okay. Uh, but she did say yes, and we're still dating. And you're still together. And we're still together. So she is a uh, Haley. <laughs> That's Haley uh, Cannon. She, she, Haley is a Jack's Donut executive. <laughs> She's the marketing director of Jack's Donut. Now, I, I, I know you can't speak for Jack's, but I know you, since you know Haley, you have a source. <laughs> uh, I, I was at a merit board meeting last night with the Henry County Sheriff's Department. And a number of the detectives were throwing around some wild accusations. And I said, I will investigate, even though it's their job. They're the detectives. They would know better, right? I feel like they should ask this. Uh But they said, hey, heard the rumor Jax isn't making donuts at Jax anymore. Is that what the hell? It's not the same. Where where are my donuts? And two, this is the real part. Is they said that I, I don't know if they, they said they were frozen. And I was like, there's no damn air fryer at Jax. Okay. So let's, let's, let's roll it back. And I know, I know you're, you have to be careful. Yeah. Let me clarify. But, but I'm tell not... me what you can tell me. You're a spokesperson for the tap house, but you're not a spokesperson <laughs> for, for yes. the donuts. I am not a spokesperson for Jax. Um, that said, I am very well aware of, of the operation. Frozen donuts is is laughable. I'm happy to say. 365 days a year never frozen. Never frozen. Not frozen. So, all right. What what that what that plant does? They make Oh man. They make donuts there. It's no secret there's a huge open house like exactly. a couple weeks ago. Yeah, that did true. So, so Jax is Jax yeah. is making and distributing donuts that's like, where they here in town. Yes. That's where they make their donuts. They've grown beyond the walls of the 14th Street facility. It is Oh man, it is so exciting. So I, I've been on a tour through the place and every single, every single station is just like a little magical unicorn. I mean, it is, it, you know, you go up to the first place and it's like, okay, so, uh, we're supposed to do 160 degrees. You know, they, they heat the water to like somewhere between 150 and 180 and then they dunk the stuff in. But this machine is always exactly 160. Just dead on dead on and then you go to the next thing and it's like oh the yeast is supposed to be approximately this but sometimes the guy screws it up because he's drunk like this machine it is always exactly it is a perfected this art. machine doesn't have a drinking problem exactly All it right. is a perfected art your donuts are always made exactly how uh not just lee and not just jack but like old jack designed them um so it, it is a thrilling process but Anyway, as far as like fresh, uh, you've been to Jack's Donuts. Everybody has been to Jack's Donuts. You see behind that little sheet, you know, you got the donut, the donut racks, and then there's that sheet. And behind it, you have all of the donuts that are proofing. Like donuts come out of the fryer and then you don't eat them. They rest. They rest. They wait. So what happens now is literally the donuts come off the fryer and instead of proofing in the back of some room, they proof on a truck that ships out every single day. Those donuts are and they make fresh that, as hell. That very long journey of th- of three quarters of a mile yeah. from Troy Avenue <laughs> to 14th Street. Yeah. Or this is where we're going to wrap things up. They will be coming to the drive through donut station yeah. in downtown. Going to have a downtown drive through Jack's. Again, I'm not, the sp- I'm absolutely not the person who should be saying any of this, but 
but yes, it it's is. All, that's also not a secret. Always, if you, absolutely. If, if you fresh. drive by, you can see the Jacks, uh, the beautiful Jacks lettering. We what we really need to see is a pneumatic tube running from the facility to the pickup, so they're just firing through just, the tubes. Yeah, rocket. You that know, would be awesome. That would be awesome. That would be really <laughs> awesome <laughs> because we've had nothing but success doing utility borings throughout town here in the last couple of months. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine the tragedy if our Jacks donuts tube hit a water main down on Riley Road? <laughs> <laughs> you know what the, you know what that would turn into the floating donuts. Oh. Just donuts just floating by. Yes. It's magical. Uh all right. Let me final thoughts. This fi- is it. Just final thoughts on that cuz again, I I am not the spokesman, but I am very happy to say I have seen this process from beginning to end. I live with someone who lives with this process from beginning to end. Those donuts are absolutely fresh whatever weird conspiracy theories you have heard are exactly that you can go into jacks you can you can go into the factory i mean i can't guarantee that they'll give you a tour again i'm not (laughs) but like yeah just the other day at their open house they were giving everybody tours like there's no secrets there's no frozen donuts that shit is fresh all right that's that's wonderful zach anything final thoughts for you i know you got we got to run here in a moment yeah um did you, as a reminder, next week on Thursday is the Christmas walk downtown, which is the Chamber of Commerce thing. So we're we're going to try and go wander around like there we are, tend to do. There are high aspirations to do a a walk and talk. Yeah, um, just to see if I thoughts can. thoughts and prayers. Let's mm-hmm. hope it's not twelve. The forecast doesn't look horrible, but if anybody local check local listings, our weather this week has been everywhere. It was like. 50 today it was 25 yesterday we've had like 17 degrees this week yeah we've been all over the place so let's hope it's a nice day for that all right with that we say thank you all so very much we will see you next week good evening